Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome to BrainStuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. How are movies stored on DVD discs? Even though the storage capacity of a DVD is huge and it can hold several gigabytes of information, the uncompressed video data of a full-length movie would never fit on a DVD. In order to fit a movie onto a DVD, you need video compression. A group called the Moving Picture Experts Group, or MPEG, establishes the standards for compressing moving pictures. When movies are put onto DVDs, they're encoded in MPEG-2 format and then stored onto the disc. This compression format is a widely accepted international standard. Your DVD player contains an MPEG-2 decoder, which can uncompress this data as quickly as you can watch it. A movie is usually filmed at a rate of 24 frames per second. 
This means that every second there are 24 complete images displayed on the movie screen. American and Japanese televisions use a format called the National Television Standards Committee, or NTSC. NTSC displays a total of 30 frames per second, but it does this in a sequence of 60 fields, each of which contains alternating lines of the picture. Other countries use phase alternating line, or the PAL format, which displays 50 fields per second, but at a higher resolution. Because of the differences in frame rate and resolution, an MPEG movie needs to be formatted for either NTSC or the PAL system. The MPEG encoder that creates the compressed movie file analyzes each frame and decides how to encode it. The compression uses some of the same technology as still image compression to eliminate redundant and irrelevant data in the frames. It also uses information from other frames to reduce the overall size of the file. Each frame can be encoded in one of three different ways, as an intra-frame, which contains the complete image data for that frame. This method of encoding provides the least compression. As a predicted frame, which contains just enough information to tell the DVD player how to display the frame based on the most recently displayed intra-frame or predicted frame. This means that the frame contains only the data that relates to how the picture is changed from the previous frame, or as a bidirectional frame. In order to display this type of frame, the player must have the information from the surrounding intra-frame or predicted frames. Using data from the closest surrounding frames, it uses interpolation, which is sort of like averaging to calculate the position and color of each pixel. Depending on the type of scene being converted, the encoder will decide which types of frames to use. If a newscast were being converted, a lot more predicted frames could be used because most of the scene is unaltered from one frame to the next. On the other hand, if a very fast action scene were being converted, in which things changed very quickly from one frame to the next, more intra-frames would have to be encoded. The newscast would compress to a much smaller size than the action sequence. This is why the storage capacity of digital video recorders, which store video on a hard drive using the MPEG format, can vary depending on what type of show you're recording. If all of this sounds complicated, then you're starting to get a feeling for how much work your DVD player does to decode an MPEG-2 movie. A lot of processing power is required. Even some computers with DVD players can't keep up with the processing required to play a DVD movie. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.